Welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. I help the everyday woman grow her mindset and spirituality in her daily life in order to break comparison to the Instagram perfect lifestyle. Join me as we navigate the stress and anxiety of our daily routines and reclaim our power to cultivate our most authentic life. Let's start romanticizing the mundane together. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday, everybody. Welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast. I hope everyone is doing well. New listeners, hi, welcome. I'm Allie Brooke, and I am a middle school social studies teacher on a mindset journey, how to cope and heal with my mindset, my anxiety, my imposter syndrome, people pleasing, all that wrapped up in a pretty bow. And we are here to learn helpful, useful tips in order to cope and build our mindset. And I'm just here sharing what I've learned from my own experiences. And for my veterans out there, welcome back. I am so glad you are here. Thank you for all the love and support. If you haven't already done so, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to me. And follow me at The Growth Mindset Gal on Instagram. I love interacting with you guys. Thank you for always sharing episodes that have really resonated and connected with you. Thank you so much for sharing your stories in my DMs. I'm always here if you need, you know, someone to talk to. Just as a disclaimer, I am not a therapist. I'm not trained as a psychologist. I am just someone who is sharing her insights on the mindset journey. I am though in the process or getting there of getting my life coach certification. So we are out here in the process of that. So we are growing and expanding our skill set. But I do have my bachelor's and master's in education that deals with, you know, mindset and things like that. So just throwing out the qualifications there, <laughs> if you guys didn't already know. So I hope that your Monday has been better than mine. <laughs> I mean, let me just, can I do a story real quick for you guys? Um, here's how my Monday went. Um, it's daylight savings time, number one. And for everyone in Arizona, I wish I was in Arizona because daylight savings time always kicks my ass. Like every time we have like, I think it's the spring ahead where we lose, right? The hour of sleep, man, that just kicks me. I was exhausted yesterday on Sunday and I did the bare minimum. I knew I just had to go food shopping and that was pretty much all that I did. And the rest of it was just watching shows, relaxing, scrolling through TikTok. I mean, we're all human here, scrolling on Instagram. And I just listened to my body and was like, this time change really messed up your sleep schedule. Just relax today and then you can record tomorrow. And now here we are. Hi, I just came back from work. So here is the Monday. Um, First of all, it's also raining. So we had daylight savings time. It's pouring rain out. So whatever. It's a gloomy Monday. What are you going to do? And then I get to work. I get on the subway. I come down the stairs from the subway and I'm waiting till I cross the street and I'm getting, I notice that it's raining heavily. So I'm getting out like my umbrella from my pocket. And I notice the guy standing in front of me, you know, where like the little, the lip is in the road to, you know, for people to either roll strollers down or carts, whatever that it is. It's like a little bit lower. I was standing there and the guy was also standing in front of me and I'm getting 
my umbrella out and I noticed at the corner of my eye that the man in front of me like moved to the side and I was like wasn't even thinking because I was so preoccupied with getting this dang umbrella out of my pocket because it was tangled and all the things and then in like a split second a car went by like where we were and splashed a puddle of water onto my pants my work pants so I'm just starting out the work day soaking wet. And I was just like, you're kidding. Uh, you're kidding. You're kidding. You're kidding. I was like, it's fine. Everything's fine. And then I get into the building and I notice that I have a coverage slip on my name, on my card. And a coverage is basically you're subbing. Um, and I looked at its first period. So usually if I'm not covering, I have first period off, which is nice because I get to like set up for the day, which I was looking forward to on this gloomy Monday, soaking wet. Um, and I low-key let in an audible sigh in the main office. <laughs> I honestly, though, I do that every time I get a coverage because I just, I want to have my free periods. But anyways, so here I am. <laughs> I'm like soaking wet. It's rainy. I got a coverage. It was, it was the day. But I told myself before homeroom came in, I was kind of still setting up for the day eating breakfast. I was like, it's okay. The water's going to dry and it's okay for the coverage because you get paid. You're going to get extra money because of this coverage. And let's not affect, let's not have the impact of the morning affect the rest of the day. So I gave myself a little pep talk. So if you're ever having a rough morning, either you have a terrible commute or you woke up late in your rush to get ready or you're not loving the outfit that you chose, you just woke up tired or you woke up in like a really upset, sad mood or angry mood, take a moment, breathe in, breathe out and just like pause and create that inner dialogue to say, yes, that sucks that my commute ended up this way, but let me set the intention of not letting it affect the rest of my day. So I ate my overnight notes, I prepared for the day. And then I also reminded myself that I'm finally getting a new Promethean board installed tomorrow. So my board's been broken for two years now. And we finally, people, we finally have it being installed, a brand new one. So I'm I was like, okay, and tomorrow, guess what? This is your this is your last day of having a broken board. And then tomorrow you get to have a brand new board. So you gotta, you know level with yourself and try and find something that you're excited about or grateful for when your morning commute, whatever it may be, maybe did not intend to go the way that you wanted. So thank you guys again so much for listening. Thank you so much for the support. If you haven't already done so, follow me on Spotify. It would mean the world to me. And I'm not going to say anything yet, but I got some amazing, exciting new partnerships in the bloom that I think of products you guys would really enjoy. So keep an eye out on the Instagram. I'm currently going to be testing them out. They're coming on Thursday. So I'm going to keep you guys posted on the products and if I like them and if this partnership is going to work through, but I'm super excited about it. I met with a representative a couple of weeks ago about it and we were vibing and I really think these products are going to be amazing. So stay tuned for an amazing deal for you guys on amazing products coming out soon. So let's hop into the episode. I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, Growth Mindset Gang. 
Have you ever been super overwhelmed, anxious, or stressed in your life due to maybe your job, your relationships, your friendships, your family, and you have all this inner turmoil and it can seem like there is no way out? I felt that way. I remember when I was on the train to work one day and I had this super influx of anxiety and I didn't even know where it was coming from. And I would talk to my friends and family and significant others about it, but I needed something more. I needed to talk to a professional. And so I started going to therapy because I realized I shouldn't live like this and neither should you. So today's sponsor is brought to you by BetterHelp, which is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you the access to the help that may not be available in your area. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That is two days, you guys. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. I actually used BetterHelp when I started my therapy journey. It was one of the first options I looked at because I felt like I was so busy all the time. When would I have time to go to find a therapist and then go to therapy? And I remember I took a very simple questionnaire and they matched me with a therapist. She was super helpful and useful. And I was able to text her whenever I was feeling anxious. And I was like, this is amazing, right? And I know therapy can be a little intimidating at first and it kind of feels like dating and you kind of go through the different aspects and motions of it. But with BetterHelp, if you're not feeling the therapist that they gave you, they will switch it up and find someone better for you. So it takes the stress from you with finding a therapist that works. And you can request a new therapist at no additional charge at any time. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And let me tell you, from my own experience with therapy, it is so amazing to talk to a professional about your anxiety and have them kind of go through specific scenarios and conversations with you so you don't feel alone and they give you helpful tools in order to take on and combat your overwhelm your anxiety and your stress because you guys know we shouldn't be living like this and we shouldn't be living stuck in our own heads and we should enjoy life and talking to a professional can definitely help with us to switch our perspective and grow our mindset you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal. That's betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal. That link is going to be in my show notes. And if you're interested in therapy, this would be a beautiful, wonderful first step to see if this can work for you. And I hope you guys enjoy these services that it provides. And I hope that it helps you in your mindset journey. So story time. I think it was a couple of sessions ago. So two to three weeks ago with my therapist, Nicole. Hey, love you. Mean it. Um, I was talking to Nicole about something because I noticed recently that I am like doing this 
kind of, I want to say, OCD-related anxiety to washing my hands. That's how I can best describe it. Um, I am not diagnosed with OCD at all, just as a disclaimer. And so I notice I'm like, why? I always need to wash my hands like repeatedly. So if I touch raw food while I'm cooking, I have to wash my hands like 20,000 times. If, but that's normal, kind of, right? You feel me? Especially when you're cooking with chicken. The amount of times I wash my hands when I'm cooking raw chicken, insane. But then I noticed even when I would take like the frozen food from the freezer and like put it in the fridge to defrost, I like was nervous and I wanted to wash my hands. I also had this intense anxiety of constantly washing my hands after I ate like peanuts or almonds or whatever, because I had this interesting like connection i guess you could say or like neurotic really connection of when i have like peanuts or nuts or almonds or anything like that i gotta make sure i wash my hands um and also use hand sanitizer because what if you know i have a granola bar and then i forget to wash my hands and then i touch something and someone who is also allergic to peanuts also touches it and then they get sick because of me it's like i I saw it somewhere it was like this anxious like anxiety induced contamination sort of vibe um so same thing with raw meat like i don't want to touch something with like the raw bacteria that i forgot to wash my hands and i used hand sanitizer all the time like i always wanted to make sure like my hands were always sanitized and cleaned no matter what and i spoke to her about this because it was like really alarming that the amount of times i would like sanitize my hands no matter what And I was always afraid if I didn't wash my hands, something bad was going to happen where I like cross contaminate something. I get someone accidentally sick, like to the extent of something like that. And so I'm telling her about this because it was a flare up. I was like, you know, this happened kind of in the past, but now it's getting really bad because I'm always anxious about washing my hands. And she looked at me and she goes, do you think the anxiety around cross-contaminating, like hyper-focused anxiety about washing your hands all the time, do you think it's connected subconsciously to something else you're not addressing? And I was like, what? Because she was like, to go to that extreme where you feel like if you don't wash your hands like three times after you eat something with nuts or peanuts and then you touch like a paper and you give it to someone and they're allergic to peanuts and then they touch the paper and then like touch their face they're gonna like break out or you know get sick or whatever that's like a hyper intensified like worst case scenario so your brain is like focusing the anxiety on that because subconsciously you're super anxious about something so it's like manifesting itself in another form of anxiety because you're not addressing what's actually making you anxious. And I was like, what? And she was like, how's the how's the job hunt in the moving upstate going? And I was like, oh, uh, that's that's maybe where it's coming from. I was at the time and still a little bit am very stressed, but like excited at the same time, but stressed about finding a new job, a new teaching job upstate, and um, finding a place upstate and moving just in general, like leaving my childhood home and everyone I know and love and starting my own life with Nate and building our lives upstate as a new adventure, as a new chapter in our lives. So that's that's like um, always a low hum of anxiety like on my everyday. 
So I realized that it was manifesting itself in this weird, hyper-focused washing hands that like is not normal to my everyday. And again, I'm not diagnosed with OCD, so it's not a behavior pattern that I'm that I'm connected to with a diagnosis. It's something out of the ordinary. And so that's why it seemed alarming to me because I don't have OCD, but I was doing these OCD tendencies. And so it took me a second to think about it. I was like, anxiety is always flaring up because it's alarming you of a deeper subconscious issue we're not ready to face or acknowledge. Now, anxiety, everyone has it to some degree, right? Where I talked about this last time where having a little bit of anxiety helps us survive, right? Like if we go back to you know, Stone Age cavemen times, we had anxiety and fear so we could survive so we wouldn't, you know, get eaten by a large animal, we wouldn't, you know, get attacked by another group of people like anxiety is there for a reason. But our brains have our primal brains have not caught up with our actual regular lives that we live today, where anxiety used to be oh, I'm going to get eaten by a carnivore to, oh, I'm going to be late for work, right? So a little bit of anxiety is normal because things in our lives are going to make us anxious. Um, circumstances in our life are going to make us anxious. And also anxiety helps us keep on track of our work ethic, keeps on track of doing the right thing. Like at a low two, anxiety is, you know, helpful in a way. But when you're experiencing anxiety on a daily basis, where it's like a six or a seven to 10, when you're chronically anxious, like I am, that's where there's something going on that you're not addressing. So let me give you beyond that example. Another example was I was always anxious on getting somewhere on time. Like I strict time anxiety. Like I needed to get somewhere on time. And if I was 15 minutes early, I was on time. If I was on time, I was late. Like I would get super anxious about getting lost and showing up like a minute or two late to something heavily. And I remember thinking about that and diving in it more because I talked to Nicole about that and things like that. And it was not the anxiety of being late it was the fear of being judged because i was going to be late fear of wasting people's time or you have this fear of making or anxiety around making mistakes at work right or you have imposter syndrome the real fear and anxiety is you are afraid that you're not good enough people pleasing your the real anxiety there is disappointing people right so that's why you have the people pleasing tendencies so anxiety is our bodies trying to tell us that something is going on and we're ignoring it 
to an extent. Now there's all different levels of anxiety and sifting out your level of anxiety is definitely something to talk to a professional about. Do you have chronic anxiety like I do? Do certain things, people or places make you anxious like social anxiety? Do you have an even intense anxiety where you have severe panic attacks and things like that? That's something you need to kind of address and figure out. And it's definitely helpful talking to a professional about that as a disclaimer. So when you are having anxious thoughts, right? Not the full blown of anxiety, right? But everyone gets anxious thoughts. When you're having these anxious thoughts, it's very crucial to realize where is the real anxiety coming from? So if you wanna take out a pen or pencil, have it on your notes in your phone, whenever you have an anxious moment, anxious thoughts are popping up, sit with yourself and realize where is this really coming from? My body is trying to tell me something. Where's the root? And maybe start making a list of things that are making you anxious right now, right? Maybe you've been feeling very anxious in your relationship. But how much deeper can that go? Why are you feeling anxiety in your relationship? Are you afraid that you're not good enough to be loved? Are you afraid that they're going to leave you if you make a mistake or one more fight and they're going to leave you? Break it down. Where is this anxiety and anxious thoughts? Where is it coming from? What is it manifesting in? And take a moment with yourself. On Saturday, um, I actually had a decent day. I'm not giving an example right now. I had a decent day. I went out to brunch with my friend Angelina. I haven't seen her in a while. And we had a grand old time. And I was sharing with her um, the apartment that Nate and I were looking at upstate in Troy. And I was telling her how I was applying to different jobs. With the job search, I applied to a few, waiting to hear back. And then I told her that this happened last week, last Wednesday, I had uh, a virtual, a Zoom, a uh, 30-minute interview set up from one of the schools that contacted me after my application. And they reached out to me and they created the Google Meet or whatever that it was. And was like, hi, we're gonna, we're super impressed with you. We wanna have like a 30-minute interview just as a getting to know you. And it was like very exciting because at least I'll get a foot in the door. Like maybe if this is not the school I actually wanna be my forever or even get this job, at least it's an interview and kind of boost the morale for moving and stuff like that. So I get home from work, it's 4.30. I put on, you know, a nice shirt, ready to go. I prepared myself for this interview. They never showed up they ghosted me. That's never happened before in any interviews for education that I've ever done in my entire career. They ghosted me. No email, no notifications, nothing before, during or after saying, hey, we're running late or afterwards saying, hey, look, the the school day got a little hectic. And so it was it was a kick. It was a kick into the into the morale. And it, it did upset me. And what you want to think is, which I did tell the others, you know what? Like that means that this just wasn't for me. The universe was clearly showing this school was not for me, which I completely understood. The universe works in mysterious ways, but it still upset me. And 
on Saturday when I was telling Angelina this, it kind of brought back up that sad emotion. And then after brunch, I came home. I was just relaxing. I was watching Daisy Jones and the Six. I love the book and I love the show, by the way. Definitely, definitely read it. Definitely watch the show. Highly recommend. Anywho, I was sitting on the couch and I was watching the show. And Nate was like in his office, like doing his own, you know, man things of watching video games or Twitch, whatever he was doing. So I was kind of (laughs) alone in my own thoughts. I was left to be with my thoughts. So we all know what happens sometimes when you are alone with your thoughts. Some days you have great days and you're loving your solitude and, you know, enjoying your me time. But then there's other days where the anxiety creeps back in and you're like, oh, no, it's happening. So I'm sitting with myself. And I just had this very anxious, the anxiety, like, contained, like, my whole body. Like I was feeling sluggish. My heart was like racing. Um, I felt very sad. And so I was like, you know what? Let me just start making dinner. And I started making dinner and still the ruminating thoughts of moving upstate's gonna be very stressful. I I haven't even heard I haven't heard back from anyone yet. And the one school that I did hear back from, they ghosted me on an interview. Like this is so stressful. Moving in itself is just stressful, and this is gonna be a big move. And I got ghosted for an interview. Kept replaying, replaying, like, you're not good enough. You're not going to find a job. It's going to cause problems that you can't find a job, that you can't move upstate. What happens if you can't move upstate? You know, the spiral happens, as we all know. And I started crying. Like, crying in, crying in the kitchen, making chicken stir fry. Just, and not like a sobbing cry, but you guys know, like, that silent, just, like, tears flooding down your face cry. It's, like crying visibly upset but I was like you know what let me just cry it out like let me this anxiety needs to be released in some way and crying is where we're at and so I was crying I was making dinner and then Nate walks in he has no idea this is happening by the way he just thinks I'm watching tv and I'm making dinner he was in his room the whole time he comes out he starts talking to me about something and I look at him and at first I'm trying not to look at him because I know there's still tears in my eyes you know (laughs) you don't want oh no I don't want him to see that I was crying and then he looks at me he's like have you been crying and I was like yeah he's like what's wrong and I was like uh I don't know I've just been feeling like super anxious he was like, oh, like, why? Why are you feeling anxious? And he's like hugging me. Um, and I was saying how like the anxious thoughts are really popping up around the move. I'm overthinking about the move because of the, you know, the ghosting of the interview and, and all that stuff, which he knows about. And, you know, he was holding me. He says, you know, everything's going to be okay. Like, I understand why you f- would feel anxious. I understand why you'll feel frustrated. That is a very frustrating thing to happen. So on and so forth. And then I sat with myself after I cooked dinner. We sat down and we were watching Vikings, of all things. And But I'm still, like, sitting in my thoughts. And I was like, what am I really anxious about? Because, like, I'm very qualified for the jobs that I'm applying for. You know, I'm just I'm just saying facts. And I sat with myself and I was like, what really created this anxiety that, f- that I was crying about? And I did a little deep dive. And then I even journaled about it the next day. The true subconscious anxiety, the root of the anxiety was, I'm afraid I'm not going to get a job because I'm 
not good enough. And if I can't get a job, that means I we can't move upstate and Nate's going to be upset with me if we can't move upstate or I'm going to have to move upstate without a job and that it causes even more anxiety. So it wasn't the fact that my anxiety was coming from the missed job interview, right? Them ghosting me. The true deep down thing was the move won't happen and it's going to affect my relationship. That's where the anxiety was actually coming from. It just manifested itself into the focus of the ghosting of the interview. And so when you're getting these anxious thoughts, it's okay, right? We let it flow through us. We think about where it's coming from. If we need to cry it out, cry it out. If we need to talk to somebody, vent about it, either to a trusted friend, family member, significant other, or a therapist, right? A professional. Sometimes we need to move our bodies and maybe go for a walk and find a little bit of clarity of where this anxiety is coming from. Because it's not, it's always not the surface level anxiety. It's always the deep roots. So you have to create this internal dialogue. When you're feeling anxious, sit with yourself. Okay, listen up. Maybe get a pen or pencil. Listen. Are we all listening? All eyes on me? <laughs> Did a little, little teacher roundup. So if you're sitting with anxiety, okay, sit with it and realize what can I do to alleviate the immediate feeling of anxiety? Because when you're in the anxiety, you're not gonna be able to find the deep rooted reason. When you're crying hysterically and having a panic attack, you cannot find the clarity of where it's coming from, right? So what can you do to alleviate the surface level anxiety? So that's either maybe crying it out. Maybe it's talking to somebody. Maybe it's going for a walk. Okay? Whatever you need to do. Maybe it's sitting with yourself and taking deep breaths. Right? To calm yourself down. Once now we're leveled out and we are calm, we did our coping mechanism, whether we spoke to someone, we went on a hot girl walk, or maybe we did some yoga, maybe we meditated, we took deep breaths, we talked to somebody. Now it's time to take out the journal or put in your notes on your, on your phone, whatever works best for you. Now it's time to find clarity. Okay. So after I cried, and I, and I talked today, so there's a double whammy there. Then I sat with myself and also journaled the next day. Where is this anxiety coming from? Okay. So here are some things to deep dive after you calmed yourself down. So make sure we're listening. We're writing things down. The first thing you can write or think about is where am I feeling this anxiety? Where am I feeling it? Are you feeling it with heart palpitations? Are you feeling it maybe, do you feel nauseous? Do you have racing thoughts? Are you sweating, right? Where, where do you feel this anxiety, right? And wherever you feel this anxiety, put your hand there. Do a little nice grounding yourself, put your hand there. 
whether it's your racing thoughts, you put it on your head, heart palpitations, right? Taking deep breaths in, put your hand over your heart. If you're feeling nauseous, put your hand over your tummy, right? Relax ourselves. Connect with where the anxious energy is coming from. Okay, and again, these are just things that are helping me. So I'm just sharing these could help you as well. If you really want to find even better coping mechanisms that can work for you, there's so many YouTube videos, there's so many self-development books, talking to a professional, all those things. These are just things that work for me. So I sit with where the anxiety, where the anxious energy is coming from. And I write down, my anxiety is coming from my head, my racing thoughts. That's what I would write down. Then what emotion is this anxiety making you feel? Is it making you feel afraid? Is it making you feel sad? Is it making you feel irritated or frustrated? What emotion is this anxiety making you feel? So I had my hand on my head. This anxiety is making me feel a lot of fear I wrote for myself. Okay. So that way you can connect it to the next part. So my emotion was fear. And to identify the root of what's happening, you start with the emotion. I feel sadness because. I feel fearful because. I feel angry because. And then you write down why you're feeling that way. So I wrote, I feel fearful because I'm afraid this move is going to affect our relationship. I am fearful I'm not going to be able to find a job and it's going to affect our relationship and our move. Right? The next step. Why do you feel like this outcome is going to happen? Right? So we're kind of bringing ourselves back. Why do you think that outcome is going to happen? And I wrote, I feel like that outcome is going to happen because I've been struggling with finding a job. And if I can't find a job, then I feel like I can't, we can't move upstate. Right? Then you write down, if that worst case scenario happens, are you going to be able to find a solution and, and move past it? And then you write down what would be the alternative? What would be the solution? Would you survive it? Would you be able to figure it out? And then you start to realize the root of where it's coming from. I'm afraid that if I can't find a job, then I'm a failure. I failed the relationship. I failed on my part of getting a job. So the root, the root here is the fear of failure. Because I'm afraid that if I can't get a job, it's going to cause repercussions of moving upstate and 
because everyone's been like saying, oh, what if you can't find a job? And so now that fear is manifesting. Yeah, what if I can't find a job? And then everyone's going to be right up, told you, you know, you won't be able to find a job, but whatever that it is. And then once you get down to the nitty gritty of it and you identify the root of where the anxiety is coming from, you're able to sit with yourself and accept it and be like, okay, if I can't get a job, what are my next steps? Right? You're finding that solution for you. Maybe there's an example that you were feeling anxiety in your heart. You were sad because you and your significant other recently just got into a fight. You're afraid the outcome, you're sad that the outcome may be that it's going to impact your relationship in a negative way. Why are you upset that it will impact your relationship in a negative way? You're afraid of losing that person because you love them so much. Right? That could be another example. But take those couple of steps. Again, it's just something that has helped me. Right? Again, finding the energy, where the anxiety is coming from. So either from your tummy, from your heart, from your head. What emotion are you feeling? The emotion is leading to what outcome is going to happen. And then if that's the worst case scenario, are you going to be able to survive it? Can we find solutions? And then see how we can cope and grow from that. Because if you're all in your head and you don't know where it's coming from and you're not grounding yourself, you're not finding the root, you're going to constantly be ruminating in the same thoughts. And your body is going to hold on to those traumatic, anxious thoughts, that energy. Remember how we said your body keeps the score, your body holds this energy. So if you're constantly anxious, it's going to start affecting your physical health along with your mental health. And what I was feeling on Saturday when I was really ruminating, I don't want any of you to feel like that. I don't want myself to feel like that. And so I wanted to share things that have been working for me, that the reason I was constantly washing my hands, that was an anxious kind of pattern that was happening because as subconsciously I was very nervous about the move. And a really great thing that my therapist told me, she said, you know, to kind of break the habit of feeling the need to wash your hands anxiously because of subconsciously what's happening to you while you're washing your hands saying, I'm safe. I am okay. I am safe. I am okay. And it's helped me and I've, I've been washing my hands less. So if you're doing um, an anxious pattern because you're hyper anxious and it's manifesting in something else like me moving upstate was hyper focusing in washing my hands which had which was a pattern i never did but maybe you've been really anxious lately and you've been constantly checking if the door lock which is like something you've never done before right but your anxiety about something maybe you're anxious about um something at your job that's been ruminating 
but you haven't acknowledged it yet. And so that anxiety, it has to manifest somewhere. That's anxiety, it's energy. So if you're not addressing what's actually making you anxious, your anxiety is going to flare up in something very out of the ordinary for your usual behavior. So if you, so if you used to lock your door once and be like, go on with your merry day and didn't check it 10 times. Now all of a sudden you're checking it 10 times because you're anxious. Like did, did, wait, did I lock the door? Did I lock the door? I'm not sure. I watched myself lock the door, but did I imagine that? Like, because your anxiety is clouding your everyday habits, that's something you need to find the root of your anxiety and talk about it with somebody, talk about it with a professional and go through those steps that I shared. It's super important, right? I even noticed that I, I kept locking my door like three to four times, which I've never, I rarely would do. I lock it once. All right, it's locked. Okay. But then recently I was like, along with the washing the hand business, I kept, kept locking and relocking and unlocking my car. And I'm like, why am I doing this? This is not a pattern that I would usually have it's out of the ordinary of my regular double checking of anything. So if you realize you're double checking and triple checking things recently that you, and anxiously and you haven't done that, that's not a part of your normal routine, I would definitely pause with yourself and ask yourself, is this anxiety pattern really linked to something I'm not addressing subconsciously? And how can I find the root of the anxiety, my anxious thoughts? Growth Mindset Gang, I have an amazing offer to share with you. I have recently created a mindset coaching program. Now, if you're listening and you struggle with imposter syndrome, people-pleasing, overthinking, needing external validation, low self-esteem, indecisiveness, perfectionism, fear of failure, or lack of confidence, this coaching program can be aligned and serve you. With this coaching program, you would sign up with me for three months to receive one-on-one coaching via Zoom. We would meet either weekly or bi-weekly for 45 minutes to about an hour and really get clear on your mindset journey and what's the woman or who's the woman you want to become. Along with the weekly or bi-weekly Zoom calls with me, you would have a daily accountability messaging with me via Slack. So I do my daily check-ins with you and see how you're doing with your progress in between our sessions. You will also have access to the resource library that I will create where I will give you journal prompts. I will give you weekly self-reflection templates. I'll give you even book recommendations or we do a little mini book club together with a self-development book. Also, I'm going to be creating a Facebook group to also grow a community in this mindset coaching program. And if this feels aligned with you, you can also receive a huge investment discount if you are the first three to sign up with the three-month coaching program. If you are interested in this coaching program, you feel aligned, or you just want to talk to me and test it out and see if it works for you, you can click the link in my show notes to fill out a Google form to share with me what you want to work on and who's the woman that you want to become. How do you want to grow your mindset and fulfill and improve your mindset journey? And I will contact you. We hop on a discovery call for an hour and we talk about what are you struggling with right now? 
right? Where do you want to see yourself in three months? And I create a unique program just for you. And I'm here to be your coach, your supporter, and help you in your journey. So if this sounds amazing with you, or you just want to see and test it out, fill out that form. And when you fill it out, I'll contact you right away and help create a wonderful program to create your most authentic self. Okay, you guys, I hope you found those quick tips helpful. Again, it's just some things that have worked for me and based off, you know, my own therapy sessions, but make sure you're finding things that actually work for you. And truly, I can't advocate for this enough. If you're truly struggling with anxiety, definitely talk to a professional. It's helped me so much. You can go check out the BetterHelp link, 10% off. And I'm so glad I've seen a lot of us are digging into that. And it makes me so happy that we're seeking the help that we truly deserve and love. And I'm just speaking from my own, you know, personal life of things and strategies and tips that have helped me. And hopefully they can help you as well. But definitely do your own research. Talk to someone, talk to a professional and see how you can really truly deep dive even more into the root of finding your anxious thoughts, your anxiety, and how it's linked to your behavior patterns. So if you guys enjoy this episode, share it with a friend who really needs to hear it. Share it on your story. Make sure to tag me in it. Rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Spotify. And remember, grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.